And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian who can be found all week hiding behind the ficus tree in Maria Menounos' production office. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a comedian who may or may not have stolen some of the peanut butter from your refrigerator last night. It's Renee Colbert. Chef Jeff is here to make cuttlefish with extra cuddles. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little strawberry lemon bars. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday episode. That carbohydrate was sent in by Aaron Asterisk. That, no last name, just an asterisk. And um, yes, that notes that I do not, that's not even English, that notes. I would like to note that I do not only do alliterative carbs. You might think I only choose alliterative carbs, and people are sending... The carbs that are coming in on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, they're highly alliterative, and it's hard for me not to choose. It's like a lot of... There's a lot of shiny... Ob- there. Each of each each of them is a disco ball that... And it turns out I love to disco. Uh, but <laughs> strawberry lemon bars sounded refreshing, and I... You know what? I didn't choose the alliterative disco ball of a carb but she had an asterisk in her name so i did still choose the shiny thing (laughs) i yeah i am kind of a good punk rock name too which which part of it the asterisk as a last name yeah i know it's good strawberry lemon bar it's a great punk rock name (laughs) (laughs) disco ball i was alliterative carb there's so many things that could have been anyway uh i'd like to say hello to my guests but first just because i know i'm gonna forget gotta get some announcements out there you will hear this on a Thursday if you listen to it the day it drops, possibly a late on Wednesday night. My book signing is Friday, May 11th, 7.30, The Last Bookstore LA. They're billing it as an evening with Allison Rosen. Anything could happen. My hunch is what will happen is I'll read and do a Q&A and sign books. But I'm not ruling out all the other things that could happen when you have an evening with. Might yeah. have a couple choreographed dances in your back pocket Ooh, unused. You'd think I would, right? <laughs> you would hope I, you'd think I should. Um, do you still remember the choreography just in case a flash mob breaks out? I would have said no, except when I did Jimmy Pardo's podcast-a-thon, I sort of got called to dance, <laughs> not by the spirit, but by Jimmy. Um, <laughs> and so I ended up dan- doing it and being like, oh, it. It's still in there. Still it came back it. to me. Could you still perform Girls' Night, your off-Broadway off show? D- to a fault. Sometimes I'm in the grocery store, and then I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it just It'll starts just happening. Die. It'll just start <laughs> the to move. Yeah, exactly. I don't bust out and dance like like all of me, like Steve Martin and Lily Tomlin fighting. Like, it's not like my body is suddenly possessed by dancing. Even when I'm dancing, it's not like my body is suddenly possessed by dancing. Right. Um. But I would like that to happen. I would like to spontaneously bust a move. Just, you have no control of it. I, yeah, it could have any, who knows? Anything could happen. So come to that, um, buy a book. You can do that there, but also you could do that ahead of time 
Uh, com. there's all sorts of links and whatnot to get the book on Amazon and it comes in all the formats, etc. Okay. Hello, David Huntsberger. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Nice to be here. I have two quick things. Once I was hanging out with a paramedic and he was going through a list of uh, names that he had written down from people he had assisted that just stuck out. Mm-hmm. One was L hyphen A. And he and the other paramedics were like looking at the ID like La, 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 La. And it was Ladasha, and the dash was not silent. Oh my oh god, boy. that's yeah. amazing! Isn't that fantastic. Okay, so the asterisk well in play. Yeah, and the, my least favorite word also for those curious asterisk I disgusting. Don't... Oh, you think it's disgusting? I hate it because everyone says asterisk because you have to. It's too hard on the tongue to slip in the extra asterisk. It's too asterisk. much. Is that our baby freaking out? Yeah, he's throwing a fit. Okay, how about if I say hi to you and then, hi, Daniel, welcome to the show. I'm going to go away now (laughs) and see if I can't put, he's a live wire. He he doesn't want to be asleep. He's in there rocking and rolling. Did you say it sounded like he settled? Yeah, it seemed like it. He did a couple screams and, oh, he's going nuts still. Is he also upset about the way Asterix is performed? The moment I said it, he was like, I'm with you. Yeah. It is upsetting. (laughs) Stay hit. Daniel, there's a bottle in there. He didn't seem to want it, though. I remember when I was a little kid having nights where it's like, I guess I'm just not going to sleep tonight. Like I'll just stay (laughs) up and read my books because I can't sleep. Uh, From an early age, I remember insomnia. And that is what he seems like tonight. Like he... (laughs) Because I started putting him to sleep before Daniel got home from work. No, no, no. That's not true. Daniel got home as I had finished giving him a bath. But then I did my part, you know, I we like did the bedtime routine and he seemed sort of to be getting sleepy, put him in the crib, and then it was getting around time that I need to start getting ready for the show. So I'm like, Daniel, can you take over? Next thing I know, I pop my head in. I'm like hearing all sorts of laughing. Sure. He's wide awake, standing up in the crib, throwing his stuffed animal. And he I don't know when he learned to throw, because usually he like he'll lift a ball over his head and let go of it, right. which is the cutest thing. But he's like <laughs> He could pitch now. <laughs> he was like throwing them at Daniel and then laughing and wide awake. And then I went back in there because I'm less exciting to try to put him down again. Right. But based on the uh, sound of that yell, he's wide awake again. Yeah. So that's a bummer. Have they come up with any sort of like um, an acceptable substance you can give a baby to knock him out a little bit? Well, Benadryl knocks them out. Um, and I've never heard it. I've never heard anyone recommend that you use it for that purpose. Mm-hmm. However, a friend of mine was taking her baby on a plane and said that her pediatrician uh, sanctioned giving the baby Benadryl. But we've never old, done like, this. Dip the oh, you know, bottle in whiskey, whiskey or something. Or, like yeah, that. Right. I think my parents did a little bit of beer for me or something. Yeah. Like at this age, though, or when you're a baby, baby? <laughs> <laughs> they still give well, me a little bit. <laughs> just a little. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just fussy. I can't sleep. Well, get your beer bottle. <laughs> I've always heard that babies love beer, and I wonder why. It's, yeah. it, can, it can be sweet-ish. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can be. Yeah. Right. But then well, when, you're, when you really cognizantly remember trying beer for the first time, oh, you're, yeah, that's you're like, rough. that's the grossest thing ever. I still can't choke down a Sierra Nevada, and I know that everyone loves that That's a spicy beer. one. Can you do any type of beer? Yes. Okay. Uh, this makes me sound like a real tough <laughs> shooter. <laughs> Corona. 
Ooh, mm-hmm. Rolling Rock. Actually, I used I went through a Rolling Rock. This is back in my drinking days. I went through a Rolling Rock phase, but then I remember some years later being like, it barely has any flavor. Um, <laughs> so Corona, hard. I think Hefeweizen. Okay. Uh, you could hang out and I really pound some beers with my mom. <laughs> is that what she drinks? Yeah, yeah. She she never drinks, but when she does, like, ooh, you guys will have it. I'll have one. And like, <laughs> what do they? Have? And they always have terrible beer. And then we're like, we'll try this one. This mm-hmm. is like made locally, and right. you might like it. And she, ugh. she just has like a sip and goes, <laughs> uh, "Give me the Stella, please. <laughs> I want the one with water." I will water. tell the beers that I can't, that I just don't want to. Uh, Sierra Nevada, Guinness, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, Heineken. I yeah, find a yeah. little much. Yeah, yeah that's, that is much. You're correct about that. Yeah. And what are the other beers that people just go nuts over that I can't get behind? <laughs> I think it's mostly Sierra Nevada. It's just, it's so bitter to me. Yeah. That's fair. Now, with those that you listed, sometimes they come with a little citrus, a lemon, a I, lime. I like all of it. No, is that, I'll take all of it. If, if I put a lemon in your Sierra Nevada, will that switch it up for you? Probably not. Sure. I mean, I'm just wondering if the garnish. If I needed is to drink it, I could. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I just wouldn't want. I, it's not what I would choose for myself. I see you drinking a Bud Light lime. <laughs> I've never the, had that, but I think I would like that's that. That's the refreshment of beer. Then yes, like I I could get behind that. You know what I actually liked, and I feel that it was not given its due by society. Well, no, that's not true. It Cl- was clamato. Zima. No, Zima. Zima, Zima was Oof. that went down so easy, just like Smirnoff Ice. It must have been their marketing and their branding or something where people like it, it's it, an instant joke. It's so stupid. The clear bottle and then but I think about this quote all the time from The Simpsons just randomly and it makes me chuckle. Like I got all Zima'd up. <laughs> and I think that's such a great way. Yeah, oh, I was thinking of a different one. There was one where somebody says, Excuse me, I ordered a Zima, not emphysema. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun uh who said that line uh homer said i, I got a zima up <laughs> <laughs> perfect that's exactly who i wanted to say it. yeah and also wine coolers those really went down easily i don't mm-hmm. think i've had them since college because you just you can't show your face while got, drinking that but uh, nearly arrested because of wine coolers one time at a cool high school party i had a um fake id and it, one of the older kids was like cooler older but he didn't have one so like hey we're out of beer and i was like nah there's like tons of beer still left and he goes oh i should have rephrased that you're out of these like jose cuervo chiller <laughs> things and i was like i don't even remember buying those because let's go back so we went to this store and i went in and bought all this beer and i came out and i go they don't have them i asked the guy specifically my friend goes oh they definitely do so he gets up and goes in with me Go back in the store. They don't have them. He goes, Did you I, look 21? Not even close. I think okay. I still had braces at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the guy sells us the thing, you know, like whatever it was that was not the Jose Cuervo chiller. And then we walk out. And I remember like the car we were in, I think maybe had his girlfriend driving and and then had this really beautiful glow of this alternating blue and sort of red lights. <laughs> Ethereal. Yeah, I was uh-huh. like, ooh, this is pleasant. That was my first thought. I remember that specifically. That's very pleasant. Oh, no. <laughs> and the cops had been across the street like on a stakeout, like watching from the bank parking lot. So the moment like I oh, went I back it. in for that stupid wine cooler, they came and pulled us over. And all they did was made us, make us pour out all the beer. All the beer That's I had purchased. Yeah. Now, how did they know that you weren't whatever your ID said you were? I guess they can tell what a, a fake ID. <sighs> Not only that, I had, this is a bummer. I had like three IDs going. I had my driver's license. Then I had one that was like pretty good. But I had this old 
the old the, the old number one I used that was awful. I made it at Kinko's. It was all different. You colors. made it? Yeah, I just I just went and copied it. And then you I would flap it open like a private eye inside this little like folder. Oh, so they couldn't tell they it couldn't was laminated, it. yeah. And they go, Can I see a closer look at that? I would indignantly fold it up and go, I'll take my business elsewhere. And I, <laughs> Oh, oh, that is masterful. <laughs> and the guy had that one, and it was loose for some reason, which I never did. But right. then I So had, it was just like paper Oh, it was material. so flimsy. I didn't realize, like, the only laminate... It's on the back of your library card. <laughs> <laughs> even that would have been hard enough. It, the laminate was so flimsy. It didn't right. even feel like an ID. You Where could, did like, you get it laminated? It. Like, at the grocery store? Probably Kinko's. Oh, okay. I bought laminate you could just stick together mm. and, like, put an iron on, and then I trimmed <laughs> around the edges. <laughs> trimmed <laughs> <laughs> and south park was not all that popular then and i um my name on it i think was eric cartman <laughs> <laughs> and uh the guy after i poured out all the beer like he goes who sold that to you and i go uh i, I he goes did you check your id and i was like i don't really remember i don't Good. recall he goes listen if you can we're trying to get him, not you. And I was like, to my credit, like from the wire, I took the weight. I was like, I don't remember. And then he goes, all right, let me see your, your wallet. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know my rights enough to know. Like, no, thank you. I'll take a lawyer, please. (laughs) But I had been, they had been ignoring me and I'd been thumbing around in my pocket. Like, I think I can get the idea out, hide it. So if they do ask my Mm, wallet, just give it to them. I did not. So he takes my wallet, grabs the flimsy ID and just goes, this is a piss poor ID. Remember he said that specific piss poor was the way he described it. And I was so hurt. I, Alliterative. I, to be, I got yeah. excited. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be like, if you only knew how many times this had worked, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It never worked once. <laughs> yeah, right. so did you stop using it after that? Not even close. No, I got, I was really lucky. I would just get them taken away. Mm-hmm. I got a friend of mine ended up having this stack of like, Nevada issued state IDs that someone had reached over the counter at the DMV and grabbed or something. I was getting deep in the game. <laughs> and so I made one out of that. A friend of mine had like an actual laminating machine so you could like feed it through there. That one was pretty good. And then I, but I went into a liquor store with that and the guy, I think it again was my youthful yeah. look. Uh, that the guy, <laughs> he looked at my ID and looked at me and then he went and got this book and flipped through it and I was not nervous. I'm like, it has the official seal and he like did the glinty, reflecty thing, nothing. And then for whatever reason, he just looked at me and went, bye. And I was like, you can check that. That's legitimate. He's like, do you want me to call the cops? And I was like, damn it. I feel so like I just left. that's what I would do. I would dig in. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you have to. That's yeah, I the guess one you do, rule. right? Yeah. The, the rule of being a liar. <laughs> <laughs> just exactly. act like you belong there. Yep. Now, was the goal to buy beer or to get into clubs the first place i ever went was with my friend jerry who had an older brother who looked identical to him so he was good but i had my trusty terrible id and we went to a strip club and the girl i remember her she was just very like this is my job she was sitting kind of cross-legged like twirling her hair like but she kept looking at it i think just out of amusement (laughs) and then she just finally goes oh like like she had come out of a dream like right. oh sorry oh, um yeah, it, it's I, five dollars and i went oh, it worked <laughs> <laughs> like, 
And so I couldn't get the money out fast enough and I give it to her. My friend gives it to her. And then we had that thing where like, again, the Simpsons, you know, when they like go to the bar to get beers and they just look and see all the drunks like, welcome. And then they just go, no, thanks. They just sort of leave. That's how it felt like going through this curtain into this strip club was like, oh, this is not as fun when you're invited. Like mm-hmm. when it seems like a risky thing, mm-hmm. kind of cool. But and as I'm going through that curtain, she goes, by the way, that's the worst fake idea I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but I'm in. But I- and then the bouncer came over like five minutes in and goes, uh, gentlemen, can I check your IDs? And I was so like, but I made it. I'm in. <laughs> Wait, well, she already checked him at the front. And he goes, oh, it's, uh, it's actually our policy here that we recheck him. And I was oh. like, damn it. So I show him and then he just looks at it again, the same as her very bemusedly and then goes, recently had a birthday, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So I know what happened is that she had told the dude, like, you got to see this kid's ID. It's so bad. <laughs> and I was like, I was so uncomfortable. I didn't I didn't know what it was like to be an adult. So the waitress came over and goes, what can I get you guys? And I panicked. And I was like, uh, uh, what's an adult drink? I have a Cosmopolitan. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend goes, I have a Budweiser. And I was like, why did I? Uh, that was an option. <laughs> Cosmopolitan. <laughs> so it's adult thing I could think of. So she brought out this like martini glass, so full, and it was really difficult not to spill it. You have to hold it like such an asshole. And I was <laughs> sipping my disgusting Cosmopolitan. That's oh, terrible. Oh. So the bouncer didn't kick you out? No. He clearly just came over, like, because the girl must have been like, "Right, you, this you is have to go the worst." It. it was, it was awful. Now, how old was the ID saying you were? Twenty-one, yeah. newly twenty-one. Uh-huh. Yeah, gotcha. Amazing, yeah. Renee. Hello, hello. Happy birthday, Eve. It is by the time ah, you guys hear this, it is my birthday, yes. Eve. Happy also birthday, Eve. Thank you. Uh, yes, it's all happening. I'm getting older. <laughs> I have some things to say about that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I. Get bummed out before my birthday. I got deep into my birthday funk, but I think I've come out the other side. There we go. I had a couple epiphanies, two of them. I'm like Kanye. They're coming fast. <laughs> um, hello, Ooh, Jeff. I don't think it's a good time to be like Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that is correct. I had a third epiphany just now. No. <laughs> it's a bad time to be like Kanye. <laughs> hello, Jeff. Hi, Allison. You ready to start the show? We're just going to gab the whole time. Yeah. Ooh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listen to my episode my Monday episode with Jackie Johnson of Natch Butte. We gabbed like a couple of gals and people are loving the episode. It has gotten strong response. She has a dog named Chooch. Well, actually the dog's name is something like princess Priscilla or Priscilla. I don't know some, but they call her Chooch Mm -hmm. because she's quote a Chooch and like certain things are Chooches and certain things aren't. And this is sort of my favorite type of mental game to play like trying to figure this out so now and now on twitter people are sending in pictures being like is this a chooch is this a chooch and i'm kind of surprised by what is and isn't she sent me a picture of the little stubby mushrooms in her soup and those are chooches Hmm. that makes sense (laughs) okay but then like certain dogs she'll say or hamsters are chooches and i'm like those don't look like chooches to me based on the criteria and Tom York. There's a picture of Tom York where he has kind of a wonky eye. And he qualified? Yes. Okay. That, and Steve Buscemi is a chooch. So I'm a little I'm a little confused. Hmm. What's not a chooch? Um like a pit, a cute pit bull puppy, not a chooch. Okay. Um something with two symmetrical eyes, <laughs> not a chooch. Gotcha. Okay. It's gotta be but like oh, Emmanuel <laughs> Lewis as 
as an adult, not a chooch, but as a child is a chooch. Her what? husband also weighs in on this. Okay. What was David's old ID? Is it choochy? Se- I, she would say, I think that she needs to see it. Okay. Oh, but yeah. I think maybe it was there like a, an aloofness in your eyes. <laughs> I had, um, probably my eighth grade photo in the picture. <laughs> well, then probably it was because a lot of children are choochy, are chooches. Oh, okay. Apparently a lot of ch- children, inanimate objects or art objects and animals are chooches, less so adults. Okay. And, Maria Bamford, no, oh, not Maria Bamford, not a chooch, but Kate McCucci. Do you know who that is from yes, Garfunkel? She is a chooch. Now, is that just because of the rhyme factor? I McCooch think it helps. The chooch. Right. Okay. I remember yeah, thinking I think in my helps. middle school or high school that this sort of stuff was going to go away. <laughs> Having to keep track of what's cool and how to qualify it and oh, but this is, I don't think this is this cool. This isn't cool. This is a kind of quirky. But it's, it's a certain, lingo. It's, a it's like the cool kids at school would have this lingo, and then if you'd be like, "What's a chooch?" You get beat up, and you get it wrong. Well, yeah, I know, yeah. I know oh, what you mean. You think that's a chooch? <laughs> that a fucking chooch. Get the fuck off our table. We're eating lunch here. All right, look. In third grade, kids discovered highlighters that are in the shape of the one. The highlighter I'm holding up is a Sharpie brand highlighter, right. mm-hmm. but in the shape of this, there were I don't know if it was highlighter brand, and they called them Zumos. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone had to go out to us. There was a special stationery store called, hmm, it had two names. It was like Franklin Orr, but I don't think that's what it was. Okay. Franklin Orr Zumos? It was just this really unsuspecting elderly couple like, you're in for what? <laughs> Zumos? <laughs> Franklin, you won't believe this. We're selling them like hotcakes. I don't know what we did. Francis Orr? Jeff, could you look up stationery store Corona Del Mar? I'm pretty sure it was Francis Orr. Yeah, I mean, suddenly all the kids had to get Zumos. <laughs> had to them. Now, was there a specific color that you had to get? No. Okay. As long as it was pink or orange. <laughs> Thank God. All right. And also slap bracelets. Do you remember those? Yeah. Those are pretty popular. But anyway, that was a cool kid highlighter Zumo. So thing. is Juge. No. It's the, it's the same thing. It's really not. <laughs> Jeff, I know I'm, I'm making you multitask, but back me up. Chooch is not a cool person thing. Chooch is just identifying a certain whimsical look that animals have. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not it's trying not to be cool. cool or pushing people out. It's a sort of it's quirky, inclusive. it's very quirky, a quirky okay. appreciation okay. thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, the France, reason I'm pushing. Francis Orr appears to be a. I got it Francis right. O-R-R. Look at you. Way yeah. to go. Um, the reason I'm pushing back so hard on this is because <laughs> I am not a person who plays cool people exclusivity games. Oh, gotcha. I know, and, and I didn't mean to imply that. No, I know, but I enjoy this kind of, I enjoy like nonsense silliness categorization. Yeah. But if they reject what I, if like if, if I can't get one right, if I keep sending chooches and they aren't chooches, then I will say, this game's too hard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, I, the fun of it wasn't getting it right or wrong. It was just trying to figure suss out what, out from yeah, her what, what the boundary is. is and what counts as chooch and what doesn't. Because yes. we were bringing things up on the show where... Like a tiny Tabasco bottle. It's yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. I would have thought that was chooch. Me but too. Yeah. She said no. But hmm. yeah, we were sort of whittling it down to try and get a sense. But I think we were getting the hang of it. Now, is yeah. this a Jackie Johnson original? She created this or she she brought this in from someone else? I think she created it. Okay. She invented it. Well, I think she and her husband determined that their dog is a chooch. Gotcha. And I, I feel like they probably... It's sort of like Daniel and I first have like a million names for Wendy, one of them being... And he started this, the noon, N-U-N-E. She's be, <laughs> and like when she's 
I don't he he doesn't know where it came from. He just felt like she just felt like a noon that day. Right. She's my snuggleberry. But when yeah. she's being crazy, she's being a noon. Okay. It's like she's being a crazy noon. Okay. Like a loon. But yes, it's a noon. but it's a noon. Yeah. Okay. But like if she's being all sweet, that's not a noon. Then right. she's then she's being a sweet good. I have a friend that refers to people as criers. Like there's a bit of a crier. Is that a common one? Is that said a lot? I dated someone who worked in construction and also played in a band and they referred to someone on the job as a crier. Yeah, but it doesn't mean someone who breaks into tears. It's like someone that is and a it's similar to Chooch. No, it's like a guy you meet at a bus station who's sitting there in brand new shoes and is like, I'm going to see my daughter and I, I want to look my best. What? Where you're like, it makes you kind of want to tear up. Oh, like, oh so sweet. Okay, like, okay, okay. So yeah. that would be a crier. Like, Okay, yeah, no. I, I mean, I think that my the way I had heard it used that I thought was where you were going was like a whiner. No, no, yeah. See, so that's yeah. she would go. Oh, this guy's a bit of a crier, and then you'd be like, "Is he crying?" No, no, no. He, you'll see. Yeah, and it's just I don't know. It's I feel like that's just choose. using like, language wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> no offense sense. to your friend. Yeah, I mean that one is a little more ambiguous. But when I think about it, I do go, "Oh, yeah." I some people would have that. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. A story that you're just like, "Oh God." Yeah, makes yeah. you cry. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. My sister once described. I, so she gave me some hand-me-down clothes from her son, who's like. A, like a couple years older than Elliot. Those won't fit you at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Especially not after I gained six pounds. Remind me to go back. Jeff, Jeff and I already recorded a show today, so he already uh, heard the news. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I gotta gotta explain that. Um, Nibbles. I know. <laughs> Wait, another six pounds since that first show? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. It's a big day. Um, I sent her a picture of Elliot in the clothes, and she said it was especially quote she didn't put it in quotes but heartstring tuggy and i was like i know exactly what you mean yeah speaking of things that are sweet and heartstring tuggy i want to tell you guys about story worth i feel like of all the sponsors i talk about on my show story worth is the one that i get the most people coming up to me and asking about uh and and i wonder i don't know if i can quantify that it's i just people love story worth so what story worth is it's this company you sign up for a subscription you either for yourself or for someone you love and every week this person and you don't even have to love them actually you could also just be really it could just be a random person but i would recommend someone <laughs> you love whose stories you want to hear and keep and remember and this person receives an email once a week asking them to tell a story about their life and you can sort of choose which question or write your own but there's like a there's a bunch um to choose from and they're great it's great questions i gave it to my dad and i would have thought i knew all of his stories i gave it to him when i had a son so i was like i would like to so anyway i'm i'm all over the place at the end of the year they bind all of these stories in a hardbound book so you have like a book of stories from this person i thought that'd be great to have now that i have a son um and but also when they turn the stories in you receive them if you want uh so i was able to like read as as we're going and like they asked like what was your what were your grandparents like and i learned some things what was your first job huh. and he had like had all these different odd jobs as a kid that i never really knew about um 
how did you learn to drive? Or like, what was that experience like? And I never heard those stories. Um, it's, it's really cool. Those are good questions. Yeah. StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts, questions you've never thought to ask. Oh, and by the way, they can either email back to the prompt or if they are not keyboard if they don't feel like writing they can there's a number they can call it into and just dictate it which i think is amazing at the end of the year they'll get their stories bound in a beautiful hardcover book the way it works is you purchase a subscription for someone you love and each week StoryWorth sends them an email with a question about their life they simply reply to the email with their story or they can record it over the phone by calling the StoryWorth number all stories are private and only shared with family that you choose um and it would also make a great mother's day gift either like Give it to your kid or give it to your mom or your grandma or your aunt. Pretty much anyone who's a mother. Give it to your dad. Just turn it, turn Mother's Day on its head. <laughs> I would actually, I would recommend not doing that. Wait, because there's a Father's Day coming up. Uh, but no, it, it, it's like I said, people are so happy that they, I hear from people who've gotten this for people close to them all the time, how happy they are. It just makes, it's a really unique, great gift. For $20 off, visit storyworth.com slash BFF when you subscribe. That's storyworth.com slash BFF. Okay. So Daniel's not, Daniel's still taking care of Elliot. So I'll fill you guys in on what's happening in his life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he got into a car accident. Buddy. Everyone's oh, we fine. We, we were chatting about it. Before. I know. Yeah. Oh, this is for the listeners. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh you guys already know. Yeah. yeah. We're like, no, no, move on. Yeah. We already know about that. Car accident. <laughs> and he has jury duty tomorrow. Oh, nice. That's a Didn't week. Didn't know that one. I know. Yeah. yeah. Are they, oh, what if it's for Robert Durst? <gasps> when is that trial getting Wait, going? are they re, re, redoing him? It's the, <laughs> they are redoing him. In yeah, California, yeah. though? In California. Yeah. He was, remember, because right, oh, right on the Beverly. day the jinx, um, Concluded, he was arrested that day. Right, people were like this is too coincidental. This is too Hollywoodish. And yeah, so yeah. Oh my god, that'd be great. I was going to say use that car accident to get out of it. I know. Now that you're on the Durst trial, stick with it. If it were, of course. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. Did he burp a lot? So is that his thing? (laughs) Yeah, when he would get nervous, when he was like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I killed them all. You are so good at fake burping that I feel like I can smell beer burps from here, even though you're not Thank really you. burping. Um, the jinx was really good. I did not. Do you have the TV time jingle? I feel like we haven't heard it in so long. Ooh. Man, that was quick. Lightning fingers. Lightning fingers. It's a good jingle. I enjoyed the jinx. The opening song was weird to me. I can't remember it now, but it felt like we're about to watch True Blood or something. Like it felt, ah. it made it feel like a real like soapy HBO drama show. Mm-hmm. This scripted as opposed to like a real documentary of a creepy murder. Yeah. Now, would you want an instrumental or would you want a popular song that you know to replace it? Something like Tori Amos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, an instrumental, I think. Something more serious and less like swishy and soapy. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that was my, my beef with it. Would you want burps in the song? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
a percussive burp track. We're following with- a murderer. And he, oh, he's gonna be guilty or innocent. That's it's the win jinx. An Emmy right there. <laughs> His alibi stinks. It's the jinx. <laughs> okay, so it feels weird. To, I'm, I'm realizing because usually I feel like Daniel is so disposable. However, <laughs> is, uh, we need him. I, know, like, him. I gave up. <laughs> I'm just kidding, honey. However, cool as fuck. Without him here, I'm finding myself like not wanting to launch into my Dullsbury. epiphanies. Oh, yeah, because oh, he's got to be here for that. Now. Yeah. You're just sitting here treading water. I know, but I feel like I think I should just I think I should just launch into the epiphanies. Well, let's take a look at this monitor. Yeah, is that what does that look like? Does that look like successes? It on looks its like way? Elliot's asleep. You know what? I feel is like Daniel I need another. Asleep? Yes, <laughs> I feel like I need another monitor to look at. Daniel, because you know he's probably asleep in there, right? Just taking a so little. that's okay. <laughs> this is like for people listening. This must be like you know in a movie where a character they head off and they go do their thing, and then the A story kind of continues. Right? And you're like, where? Wait a second. Where's that but person? That was here in the beginning. Yeah. Where'd he go? This is hero. a visual. Am I the A story in this story? Oh, yeah, okay, so thank you. You know what? Let's just get to the not the less essential thing, which is I gained six pounds. <laughs> Renee was on Patreon bonus episode, and we were talking about our relationships with the scale. Yes. And I was saying that sometimes I weigh myself all the time. Right. And sometimes... This is pretty gal chat, but hopefully guys can relate you to. Can uh, and I just saw... I feel pretty, so I mean, <gasps> I'm, I'm into it. I guys. need to I'm know what chat. you thought about sure. this movie. Okay. So I was saying to Renee on the bonus episode... Look, I'm giving away bonus content, you guys. Normally, you have to subscribe to hear this, but... It's your birthday. Give it yeah. away gifts. That's right. I'm like Oprah. <laughs> so... um. <clears throat> Imagine if someone heard like one or two minutes of you describing a chat and like, I'm good. I know. I'm not, this is not, this is not the most compelling part. There's also other stuff that is interesting. This is that, just a teaser. This will inspire them to go be a Patreon or a patron. Not if I continue. <laughs> They'll be like, thank you. I have had enough. No, go through stretches enough. where I weigh myself all the time and then I'll go through stretches where I don't weigh myself. And sometimes it's because I'm afraid of the number, but other times it's because I feel like, I'm doing fine, and if I step on the scale, it's just either going to bum me out, or I'll discover it's it's lower than I thought it was, and I, I'll have I'll feel like I have a cushion. Right. So I think, as I said on that episode, you'll have to listen to know what. No, I think I said something <laughs> about like I work. I think I work best when I'm not weighing myself, but I'm convinced I'm fat. Like when I have the fear right. going, because then I stay regimented. So it's been a little while since I've weighed myself. This morning, looking in the mirror, thinking, I feel trim-ish. I'm going to step on the scale. And then, like, I, I'm, oh, I'm very, like, psycho about the whole scale thing. So then I'm, like, closing my eyes and, like, almost basically saying a prayer. I'm like, okay, please don't, <laughs> please don't let it be two pounds above what I think it is. And then it was four pounds above what I thought it was. I've definitely gained six pounds. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. And... And I thought, well, <laughs> this not stepping on the scale thing didn't work for me this time. I'm glad I got, I, I'm glad I stepped on the scale because now all, at, I like to say I'm aware this is unhealthy. If you're a young woman or a young anyone, or just if you're human, please don't do as I do. Just 
just don't do as I do. Now, all my generalized anxiety and feelings that life is out of control, it's great. I can channel it all into this. Now I have a focus for all of my insanity. And I don't mean that in a like insanity workout way. I mean this general neuroticism. So I feel good about that. I've got a focus and my focus is starving myself. I have got to lose. I've got to lose nine pounds by when you hear this tomorrow. I I don't think I can actually do it. I don't actually care that much, but like it's that thing of like, uh uh-oh, not caring. That's dangerous. I had one more thing to say about this and then I need to hear about I feel pretty. What was? Oh, yeah. In my head, it's like, how did that happen? Overnight. I've just been doing my thing and six pounds glommed on to me. It's got to be the various hormones I'm on, which there's a little bit of truth in that. However, if you listened to the tape last week, I talked about the fact you were there, David. You heard it. Mm-hmm. Nibbles, my nighttime eating alter ego, right. was now a daytime facet. I was like, I can't stop snacking. <laughs> Picture okay, a cool. scientist yeah. staring off in the distance. She's gone daytime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Nibbles switched her schedule. Look at that, Nibbles. Well, and actually... I'm listening, but I have I, a lot to say about this when it's okay. my turn. Okay. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll let you know. <laughs> Probably next week. Um, <laughs> Renee's just holding her hand up right now. <laughs> me, me, please. I was even doing so well right. that I... I was like, I don't even feel compelled to eat in the middle of the night. What's going on? I feel faint right now. I've talked so much without taking a breath. What's going on is Nibbles crept right. out of the sewer. She and got is a now, day job. Yeah. And, and people would be like, that's great. That's healthy. You're eating during the day. So you're not eating at night. To them, I would say, but I've gained six pounds. <laughs> so clearly this is not working. Okay. Okay. Renee. So first off. I hate doing this because you are perfect just the way you are. But when you Thanks. walked that way, I thought, well, she looks really small. So it's I'm probably my scale. <laughs> Is your, are your clothes feeling baggy? Well, here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Just me or everyone. My child is 15 months, but I'm still wearing maternity jeans. They're so comfortable. They've got an elastic panel in the front. I never want to go back to real jeans. So I don't know. They, the other day I was walking around thinking like in the leg part, which is not near, it's not elastic. I mean, it's a little stretchy, but right, but not like the the waist panel. Like they've never known such comfort. (laughs) (laughs) They felt kind of baggy, but it's probably because my six pounds have stretched them out. No, I don't think so. I don't know what's going on. My brain is not even salt lately. (sighs) I bet that's what it is. I was not six pounds worth, but I did buy some baby food, tiny like chick. It's like. Baby food Vienna sausages, but a can is oh only God, 90 Elsa, calories. Yeah. No, that's so much sodium. There's a lot of sodium in that. Yeah. But I don't, I still think no, it's six pounds. Yeah. Because sodium. it's like, I mean, I tweeted, help, I can't stop eating Gerber puffs. <laughs> now, a whole canister is 150 calories. Right. So I'm like, that's not that bad. But then also, I've been give, giving Elliot more fruit. So, like, I've just, I've just been having a snacking problem lately. And fruit, I'm I for me to lose weight like no carb is really what I should be doing. Okay. So like all sorts of things that are definitely carby have been 
making their way down my gullet. So I don't think it's six true pounds, but anyway. Okay. So now I feel pretty. How was it? Oh, wait, it? I thought you had more Oh, do you have more? Oh, no, that was, I wanted to say, I. <clears throat> these are my very, very big important things that I have a lot to say. Please. Um, I disagree. You look great. And Thank you've probably you. had a lot of salt. <laughs> Thank God you let me get that out. Because that's you. what I wanted to know that that makes me feel better. Thank you. <laughs> did anyone else see I feel pretty? I did. Yeah. What'd you think? I. That was really funny. Yeah. I, now listen here. I like uh, I like a busy Phillips. I think she's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, and I love a Rory Scovel. So Rory I think was really great you put the right people in the show, and I'm like, yeah, it was great. Yeah, Phil Hanley getting some work in there. A lot of like uh, comedian types getting. getting what was play. your expectation going into it? <clears throat> I was absolutely certain there would be a moment that was. It was inside of me the whole time, <laughs> and I was not let down. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was I had really low expectations. Yeah. I never trust really like Rotten Tomatoes or things like that. Mm-hmm. But I thought like no one's really been talking about this. What's going on? And then it did have a really low score. So yeah. maybe that had an impact that my expectations were pretty low. But I I love when you go into a movie and then like five minutes in you're kind of l- chuckling or your shoulders are and then ten minutes in you're laughing and then throughout you're like I'm laughing more than I do at some movies that I've gone into being like this is gonna be great right. And and so I, then you just kind of let it ride. Like, all right, the story is whatever it is. And I, whew, you could get into that whole thing of like, I, there's a gimmick. There's like a twit. There's a reason she changes her perspective. And I think, it, and a friend of mine brought this up. Like, it would have been way more punk rock if she was just like, why does that person get what they want? Yep. What if I just acted that way and just became that confident? Yep. A much more interesting movie. So that was the big pullback I thought was like, ah, oh, there's like a, Oh, she, you know, this happened and therefore she, she feels differently. I think, anyway, I'm, that, that's. I have read headlines. <laughs> it's good as seen. I've read headlines <clears throat> that claim that it is kind of anti-feminist and that it's not doing what it sets out to do. Well, makeup um, plays a role. And th- so there's this weird dichotomy between like achieving true beauty and then like, and you can buy this line of makeup. You're like, well, that's real weird. Yeah. So, but I don't think you could make a movie currently uh, and nail it on all facets as far as like everyone being pleased. Somebody's yeah. yeah. But then yeah. I, I think Rolling Stone's headline said that it's quietly subversive. Would you do you feel like it was more subversive or do you feel like it um, set women back? Because that seems um, to be what the headlines are arguing. I hope it didn't set women back. I don't think it set anybody back. I think like I the, think that the point sounds like a was, bunch of bullshit to me. Right. It felt like it had a point that it um, had wrapped up in a number of things. That if the straight ahead point was just that, like confidence, it really matters so much more than the aesthetic, or because that really is the biggest change. Is she's just like I don't give a shit anymore. And I think that is can't be said enough. Yes. That people constantly are going like, I, I, I mean, there's a like kind of a, a body contest kind of thing that I think is really fascinating. That that comes up a lot. We're like, what is an ideal body? And I think that's the difference between men and women to a certain degree. Is like guys go to the beach, take their shirts off, have whatever body, and are just kind of like, yeah, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. And feeling like that's okay. Granted, if I were to walk on stage at like a Mr. Goodbody competition, <laughs> I might feel a lot of place. Like, I haven't put any work into this thing. You guys have been doing a lot of sit-ups. I feel ridiculous. Nobody told me. <laughs> so I think that difference is tough because women like seeing swimsuit models, et cetera, and going like, so that's the only beauty? Like, well, not necessarily, but they've put a lot of work in. As someone who has body issues, it feels 
transgressive to not worry 100% of the time about my body. Like I, yeah. and this is actually in tropical attire encouraged and other phrases that scare me. I, I, there's a few different stories in there about my feelings about summer and it getting warm. And I mean, it's done in a comedic way, <clears throat> but I feel like, like I, in one, I wrote about how I was going to my therapist and it was so hot that I almost wore a tank top, mm-hmm. but I couldn't even bring myself to do it there. Like I feel like it's, it's, it's a, it's a transgressive or aggressive act for me to make someone look at my arms, yeah. which is insane. <laughs> like I get that, but it, that's how deep rooted it is. Like it's yeah. not, it, it I think feels like the movie. It feels less about my own confidence and more about like, I can't do that to other, like that's how, that's, I'm just repeating myself. That's how ingrained it is, but it's like, I yeah. can't do that to other people. That's how much I feel like I do not have the option of, of being, someone uh, of what what is it that i don't have the option of not apologizing via my clothing for my body yeah that's so harsh i know it's a lot i've never put it in that way i just had another epiphany (laughs) (laughs) my girlfriend i mean we talk about that a lot like with having a daughter that those are the feelings that that we just so desperately want to try to like reverse Mm -hmm. because like yeah because little kids like Mm -hmm. of both any gender cruise around and are just like sticking their little bellies out and all just goofy they don't have self-consciousness yet no and like when that gets sort of put in there and instilled and it comes from everywhere it doesn't Mm. just come from the jock dudes it comes from everywhere things you look at things you see it comes from me hey the heroes back we missed you i go around the country giving them self uh (laughs) making them uh self uh self-conscious mission yeah i just fell asleep (laughs) did you we (laughs) wondered if that happened because i was saying that i held back my epiphany i didn't realize that i need you here to share my epiphanies it's it it's shocking to me. I would have thought that I could just prattle on, but I, I without you here, you can. I, <laughs> oh, when I did, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but we were looking at the monitor trying to figure out what happened to you. Well, and he, I he joked was lying there, uh, awake for a while, looking asleep, but not in fact, asleep. Mm-hmm. was he trying to psych you out? <laughs> no, but you'd hear that on the pacifier. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. So you decided, do you have hair in your mouth or on yeah. the mic or something? Mm-hmm. So you decided not to leave while that was happening? Well, if I leave, then he'll just pop right back up and start crying. So so you fell asleep. It's like fishing. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, once he, once the fish takes the bait, you can't pull the line right away. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you'll rip it right out. You got to let him swallow the sleep. Yeah, let sure. it get deep down in his tummy. <laughs> then you set that hook. There we go. Set that sleep hook. That's right. Let him swim away, thinking right. he's getting away. Uh, oh, that was just a, a yummy nice worm. Meal. And then, wait, why am I being pulled back to the? I don't know. Wait, <laughs> huh? is that actually how fishing works? When you feel the tug, you give it a sec. You let you let the uh, you let the, the hook get deeper in their stomach, and then it's so that it's the not hook's showing. just in their mouth, mm-hmm. right? Well, you don't really let them like, mm, oh, let me, just mm, a little bit more. No, I gotcha. Well, if, <laughs> yeah, if, if, <laughs> How about you pull right when you feel a... Yeah. Uh, no, if you, well, if you do that, you could end up just pulling it out and it'll just, it'll rip their mouth and, oh, and they'll swim away. Uh, so you gotta How cruel or, as opposed to pulling them out and killing right, them. Right. Or maybe they're just biting on the bait. That's what you feel. I you see. Wait, uh, and that way they're chomping on the hook. Gotcha. Right, right. Yeah. Also, it's sort of like the frog in the boiling water. Yeah, God. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like that, honey. Listen, we have a lot to catch up on now that you're here. But first, I want to tell you guys about my new Dagny Dover bag. Renee, yes. have you heard of Dagny Dover? I have not. Tell me everything. It's a company that makes handbags that are designed for your life. Okay. I have seen pictures of them on Instagram, and I have been thinking I need to get myself one of those for a long time. Okay. Yeah, because I need a more functional bag, because I'm the person who... And I've, I've really, like, I've really become this person. I carry a purse and I also carry a tote bag. Yep. Because not enough fits in my purse. And plenty of times I've thought to myself, this is silly. And also I have like a really floppy tote bag. So I always am getting caught in it or it's getting caught on things. I can't find I'm anything also in it. always yep. afraid that I'm going to leave it somewhere. And then it'll be embarrassing because first of all, it was given to me by the hospital where... It has the name of a hospital on it, which is not <laughs> chic. And then also, if they open it, what they're going to find is like a bottle of antacid, a bottle of water, and a full-size hand cream, and probably a book. Right. These are things that do not fit. My little purse is at its maximum. But Dagny Dover bags, like they're fairly... They have, I mean, they have a bunch of different ones, but the ones that I always... My eyes go towards or they're sort of structured and they have a bunch of pockets and they have like dedicated spaces for different things I'm sold. and yes exactly and i have one right here oh let me see Ooh. this is the allen bag it's rich 100 pebbled leather but they also have the other one that i'm super into is the legend bag and that one is not leather it's like a um a sturdy sturdier if there's a name for the it's canvas, but like it's a treated canvas. Yeah. It's um, big. It's about the size of like a Trader Joe's bag, but it looks yes. nice. Looks well, cheap. they have different sizes of them. I chose one that I knew uh, would fit all my stuff because I did not. They, I mean, they have ones that are more like a purse. This is more like a tote. It actually has a um, neoprene, I believe that is the term, sleeve in here where you, that has a really smooth zipper where you can put a 13 or 15 inch laptop it also has a spot for your water bottle inside it has a ton of pockets has places to put pens places to put a metro card yeah it's got a little doodad that you can put your keys on that's the actual term a doodad does it have a sneaky pocket for like my deodorant that i want people to see does it ever? <laughs> yes. There's more than one spot in here that you could use so many as your deodorant spot. Okay, good. And, but I love for, for people who use Metro cards, I, actually, you could put, I would probably end up putting cough drops and Advil in this Metro card pocket. Yeah. Really put whatever Dumb. you want. Yeah. It's really a life changer. It's a fusion of fashion and function. Um, go to the website, dagnydover.com slash Rosen, um, because they have so many different kinds of bags and I was so torn about which one to get. I'm super happy with the Allen tote, but there were, I mean, and they also have like little bags and little, little, what would you call it? Like not a cosmetic case, but like things that you could use sure. as cause they have, like they, they clutch, just have everything maybe? you need. Yeah. yeah. They have clutch. They, they have specifically clutches. Um, they're committed to keeping you organized while still looking good, designed with purpose and intention. No more water bottles spilling on your laptop or rogue tampon kind of disasters. I have definitely had that thing where I've gone to pull out a pen and pull out a tampon. Oh, I've gone absolutely. to pull out a tampon and I'm like, oh, it's just pens. I have, here's all my pens. <laughs> well, no more. 
Elevated style and superior function with the Allen Tote, rich 100% pebbled leather, purposeful pockets for wallet, phone, MetroCard, and a water bottle, detachable key leash, padded compartment that fits a 15-inch laptop. Dagny Dover is offering my listeners 20% off your purchase when you go to dagnydover.com slash Rosen and enter my code Rosen. Don't put off getting organized. My bag has changed my life. Check them out at dagnydover.com slash Rosen. Dagny Dover, D-A-G-N-E, Dover, D-O-V-E-R.com slash Rosen and use my code Rosen to get 20% off your order and you'll be happy you did. We haven't done iTunes comment of the week in a while. Oh, yeah. We have some iTunes comments. We have a good one and a negative one. Let's do that. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Renee, would you like to read the pause? I would love to. Thank you. All right. Are we ready? I feel ready. Okay. Allison really is my new best friend. That's the title. I heard Allison on your mom's house podcast and instantly loved her sense of humor. Her own podcast is awesome. And I really like how she interacts with her guests as well as the regulars who join her. I have years of past podcasts to catch up on. So I am listening in Flowers for Algernon Moan. My life will not be complete unless she reads my review on the show. <gasps> life is complete. Life complete. I did it. A lot of Simpsons in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I'm proud of you. Good job. <laughs> All you, right. How many did you want to get in? Did you want to get in four? <laughs> I mean, if you were shooting you're at for three. a dozen, okay. right on track. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Would you guys believe that I've never really watched The Simpsons? I feel like I need to. I one like point, one year? No. I mean, I've seen episodes here and there, and whenever right. I do, I laugh. Sure. But I I think, Daniel, you have The Simpsons complete se- series or set or box set or something, right? Uh, Well, I mean, I have like the first five seasons or something. That's what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, there's too many seasons to have. But I, <laughs> I think I went back and was watching them, and I just didn't... St- stay with it but i really feel like i'm at a deficit for not having seen honey the simpsons is great have you heard of this show the simpsons it's pretty good it's satirical it's subversive it's It's pretty great would you say it's quotable oh from time to time (laughs) and and memorable too right Mm. daniel we have a negative comment will you read it please yeah don't feel left out david I Love Rosen by Manuel Hung. Manuel Hung? That's a fake-ass name. Satirical. son of a gun. They got us. (laughs) This is a terrible pod. You could do much better, and I love you. So that's why I gave you a terrible rating. Huh? What? Okay. I think when he's saying you could do much better, he's not saying you, the listener, could do much better. He's saying you, Allison, could do much better. But that's why he that's gave why us he a gave terrible, you a terrible rating. Like I a mean, tough love, love kind us, of thing? Give us a I love you, star. you could yeah. do much better. It's confusing. He's, he, he's, it's tough love. Maybe you could dig your heels in right now and just do a little better. Yeah. Okay, well, from here out, let's how? do better. I yeah. would like to do better, but how can I? <laughs> I'm, I'm already doing so well. I think you know what we should do better. Let's do better. <laughs> no, it was you. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're doing better. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. It means 
Maybe, Maybe doing better just... means getting rid of you guys. Yeah, that's what I think. That's probably it. I think it. that's the idea. Get Mr. rid of that dead weight. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Hung probably likes our performance. It's just <laughs> Allison who could do better. <laughs> Wait, I didn't get to say who my guy was. Uh, oh, it's yeah. Radar Love. Thank you, Radar nice Love. One. Her or his, but probably her. Life is complete. Man. Now that we've read her comment on the show or his. Uh, and I don't think Manuel Hung will be moved either way. <laughs> well. So be it. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. He might write another one and be like, that was better. Good work. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> yeah, I that's did what do I, That's what I was looking for. Mr. Hung, she can't do better. This is it. <laughs> so like it or not. Just you know, if we just give you a couple minutes, you just really show him what you can do when you're doing really just a lot better. Then he'll know. Yeah. Just that actually, no, I was. Yeah, that was the best thing. You know, as do. a producer, I got to say that's a pretty insightful note. I mean, I don't know if it occurred to you to like do better. Yeah, just do a uh, little better. I, that's it's uh, sometimes it's right in front of you. Yeah, it really, it's a lot to think about. <laughs> yeah, I've been telling her to just do butter. <laughs> that's a, that's and close. I, Six pounds so later. Close. Yeah, I can't Six. believe it's not better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I think I might have to ditch the "I can't believe it's not butter." I what? this is something I did. No, no, actually, for years of Daniel looks shocked as well. For years of my life, hang on, I have to log into my Scott Trade account and dump all the stock <laughs> in whatever company makes it. Yeah, don't air this until we've right. Let us yeah. handle our affairs real quick, and then I gave it up for years and years and years and years. And then I slowly eked my way back and I was like, oh, it's okay. I'm maintaining my weight loss while still using, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> but now that these six pounds have crept onto me because I've been sticking everything in my mouth and spraying, I can't believe it's not butter on like things that don't need it, which is normally what I do, but even more so. Maybe I need to <laughs> see, I think without, I can't believe it's not butter. I won't enjoy food. <laughs> and that's the goal. Oh, to not enjoy it. Yeah. You're making everything too yummy. <laughs> it's the yummy maker. <laughs> as, as a strong consumer of this product. That's me. Power user. Power user. Can you actually believe it's not butter? Seriously. Oh, yeah. I prefer it to butter. So you can believe it's I not butter. I believe it's not butter and I'm okay with it, would be what I call it. <laughs> I know it's not butter. I like it anyway. Do you prefer it calorically or you prefer it taste-wise? Um, well, both. Okay. I don't know that I really prefer it taste-wise. I mean, if I was not thinking about any ramifications and I had butter in front of me and I can't believe it's not butter in front of me to put on bread, I would probably prefer the butter. There you go. But. <laughs> there you go. All right, you talking? got some hope. Yeah, that's right? great. Yeah. I guess that's the truth. Yeah. Good. But I also like I can't believe it's not butter quite a bit. Yeah. I remember um, also being like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's got a real, but but the thing is, it's also not calorie-less. Like, it is an oil of We've sorts. We've worked all this time getting this pitch <laughs> set up for you to become the official spokesperson of I Can't Believe It's Not Oh, better. no, and I just put and it, just it, put it on wax. I'm not that, doing better. Uh, <laughs> oh, are we recording better. to wax? <laughs> yeah, it's going straight to wax. <laughs> this is an analog recorded podcast. From the tones the are buttery. stacks Yeah. <laughs> Think of the type of person that can't believe it's not butter, though. Like, that person is amazed by a lot of things in today's world. Yeah. What? I can't believe that my phone can move out of my kitchen. Jim, try this there. Yeah. Now, if you had to think of a name for this product, what would you call it? 
Uh, I would call it holy shit. <laughs> oh, that's close. We can't go with that one for natural reasons. Uh, you're in the right ballpark, though. Keep, keep spitballing. Keep going. Keep going. God damn, what is this amazing thing? Well, it's butter, I, right? I like where your head's at. And, and this definitely is butter. I'm staking my life on it. Jim, I gotta. I mean, we told you ahead of time, this is absolutely not butter. Yeah. So keep, keep rolling, though. I bet my mama's immortal soul, this is butter, or my name is Fred. It's a little long for the logo and... And we can't fit that much typeface on the front of it. It's a small bottle. But keep going. It can't not be butter. I like that. I like we'll, we'll spit where we'll spitball that a little bit, get it to the guy down and graph. That's great. You got any more in you? I'm losing consciousness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Please tell me it's butter. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm looking around the room. I'm getting a few. It's some of us. Yeah, some wishy wishy. A lot of head nods. That's close. That is close. One thing I know is Allison Rosen can do better, though. (laughs) That's the guy. That's who they brought in. (laughs) (sighs) Yep. (laughs) I I feel like I'm not doing better. We've got some Jasmir everyone's to get to soon. Uh, And I haven't even. Should I just ice my epiphanies? They'll hold. No way. No. Should I share them? Yeah, share them. Your okay. Let's get these out. Should I ice these epiphanies? No. <laughs> Bring them to room temp, yeah. honey. Because you're going to have all new ones next year. And next yeah. year. Yeah. We are going annually, you guys. This podcast is... <laughs> oh, you mean my birthday next wise. birthday year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So these are your, oh. your final epiphanies of this year. Right. No, then, I'm telling you. They're coming like... I'm having like two epiphanies oh, okay. a day. Right. I'm going to have plenty more before my... Do you say too many? That's too many epiphanies. My epiphanies are great. You need to dial back the epiphanies. One, ep- One can't possibly process so many epiphanies if they're coming to a day. Too many. I know. So. It's like I'm from the future. Yeah. Anyway, this one, I don't know how many people will relate to, but lest you relate to it, um, you're welcome. So Daniel and I are in escrow on this house. What? And yeah. This is the first we're hearing. This is amazing. That place you've been taking me all the time. It's been taking <laughs> escrow? forever because. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Check out the garage. It's just been taking forever. Oh, yeah, gr- like, there's get been here, various delays. <laughs> not our fault. Um, and at the beginning, we were excited about the house. Mm. And then of late, I've been having this gut feeling of like, I don't want to do it. Like, I, 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 I think this is not right. We, we don't like this aspect of it or we don't like that aspect of it. And I just. It would be a relief if the deal fell. Th- now, granted, the people on the, these sellers are humongous dicks. Ah, it's a company. Should I not be company. saying that? I don't give a shit. They're, I don't they're think it a matters. Company. It's a company. Oh, it's yeah. not an individual family or anything. They bought it out of foreclosure, flipped it, and now they're, you know. Mm. Just, they're ju- but, I mean, they don't need to be such dicks, but right. they are such such like they make us want to say no just to spite them What's, yes yeah are you working with dickwad enterprises yeah. <laughs> yes you know what? our first indicator was, once. yeah it's right there on the name yeah i mean i've had plenty of days of being like telling them to fuck themselves would be just as pleasing as having a house yeah and like really convinced of it but anyway as it got closer i like as the as that we are sort of moving through this. I've just been like, I don't, I don't understand. And it's taken so long that we've had more time to go to the house and scope out the neighborhood and stuff. And like, really we like this and we don't like that and stuff. So I'm like, I don't want to do this. And I don't know why I'm having that feeling. And I don't know if it's like my gut is just giving me good information or if it's just 
fear. And I don't know what that is. Um, and this, if we walked away, this would now be the second house that we've pulled out of escrow on. And I'm like, maybe this is, but the, the houses are very different. Like the experience has been very different. And I have thought like, oh, well, that one for sure was wrong because I didn't have all the good feelings that I had that I'm having with this one, except that now it's sort of the same. And is it just me or what? I can't, I can't make sense of this. Um, and then I realized, oh, I know what it is. It's that I am wanting to just freeze. But I mean, I was like, I was so unpleasant to be. We went to a baby class and I think all I talked about. This is so in the baby class, there's a part of the class where you go around. Mommy and daddy, me, mommy, daddy, me. And they go, okay, how is everything going? And you talk about your baby and be like, oh, well, you know, this week. Uh, baby so and so, you know, is having problems with this, or they he discovered this. several nails. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and it got to us, and it's like, how's Elliot doing? And Allison's like, I don't know whether to buy this house. <laughs> We're in escrow and the company. I did talk about him first, sure, but, but then, yeah, and then I went, she went anyway. Yeah. Well, I Elliot. have the floor, right? Yes, yeah, Elliot. Anyway, I couldn't. I felt. I feel like I was who I used to be. This is how I used to be publicly when I was dating someone and I couldn't like, and, and I, I can't tell, does he like me or not? And it's like, well, all signs would indicate no, but let me tell you exactly this conversation. And I remember my friend, Michael Roses saying to me, he's been on this show. He's a musician saying, don't be such a, what do I do? And I was like, what? And he's oh. like, there, he didn't say it with that. Yeah. Like aggression, but he's like, there are certain people who are like, what do I do? What do I do? You know what to do. Just do it. And that always stuck out to me. Yeah. And I always think about that. But I feel like I used to always be the person who was just going on about, I can't make up my mind and having to get everyone's input. And I don't think I'm that person nearly as much. However, on this day, I was like, it, I feel kind of embarrassed and apologetic about how much I was just like, let me bend my, let me tell you all the, my thoughts about this thing. You we'll were, talk about you next time. You were in a state. I was in such a state. It was like my brain was on fire. And unfortunately, I had to burden everyone else with it. But anyway, we got in the car to go home. And all of a sudden, I had epiphany, number one, which was, I just want to freeze time until I figure out if I can get pregnant or not. Because mm. we have our next, our, our, our embryo transfer didn't work. We're preparing for our next one. And it's like, I just don't have the bandwidth to deal with anything else. I just want everything to hold still until I figure this out. And I like, I just, I can't manage more than that. But it, it was sort of like waking up from a dream and the, or like trying to figure out what a, dr- a dream means. And then you sort of figure it out and then you feel at peace. Like once I had that epiphany, um, I was able to then remember how I felt about the house and think it's really not that high stakes. It's actually a fun thing. I mean, and, and it could still go sideways. So who knows? I think we, I think it's happening. Um, but it's nothing's like firm until four years after we're in the of house. Right. <laughs> um, but like I was applying su- my emotions about it were so high stakes. It's because I'm displacing them. These are all emotions about the pregnancy, whether I can get pregnant or not. So anyway, I know that's very personal and probably not something that everyone can relate to, but I'm just saying if you are wondering why you feel stuck in a certain situation or why your feelings have changed, but you don't trust that they genu- they've genuinely changed, perhaps there's something else in your life and you're just, you're putting the feelings in the wrong place. Yeah. Maybe you're getting ready for an embryo transfer. <laughs> right. <laughs> something universal. Could be that. Yeah. Deal with that, Manuel Hung. Yeah. If that wasn't better. 
Oh, man. You can get the hell out of here. Yeah. My next epiphany I am going to save because it'll just, it's just too. It's too epiphany. It's too, it is. It's too epiphany. But speaking of houses, I'm going to tell you guys about Havenly. Havenly is the most delightful way to design spaces in your home on any budget. Partner with an interior designer to create a beautiful design based on your unique style and space. You can then buy what you love directly through Havenly's platform with access to hundreds of retailers and the guaranteed best prices. My favorite thing about Havenly is that when you get there, you take a style quiz And then you can really zero in on it because there are certain people like Daniel who know exactly what they like. And then there's people like me who are like, I don't know. I just know when I, when I see it. It could be a journey to self discovery though. Like (laughs) me, I thought that I was a contemporary guy. Turns out. What is it that you like? What did it say? Glam. Whoa. Glam (laughs) with a touch of eclectic, right? I didn't even know this about myself. Now I'm all about buying mirror ball pillows. Wait, were you glam with a touch of eclectic? Because yes. I have my own results here. I've taken it a few times. You're bohemian with a touch of mid-century modern. So mine has changed a few times because my style is evolving. But the last time I took the quiz, it was classic with a touch of glam. See, we are compatible. So, Your classic side thrives in any space that tastefully combines the timeless elements of warmth, welcome, and refinement. Adoring of all things shiny and alliterative. How do they know? And partial to Hollywood-inspired aesthetics, your glam side is bold and trendy. I'm going to have to take it again. I will say this, though. Uh, I do like a lot of the styles. On this particular day, I was feeling glam. Because our Venn diagrams meet on glam... It's basically going to look like Vanderpump rules. <laughs> that is a very glam. Her whole sensibility is yeah. glam. But mine is also traditional. And also bohemian. Yeah. And all of contemporary. Them. But I love Havenly. It makes it so easy to use. It's great. Uh, their team of designers works with you online to design the living space of your dreams, whether it be a guest room, family room, kitchen, whatever. Start by taking the free Havenly style quiz. It's a fun way to learn your unique design style and helps Havenly match you up with the perfect designer to put together the perfect room. And who knows? Maybe if you match with Daniel, you can just marry him. Oh, please. <laughs> Turn your Pinterest board into reality. Try Havenly today by visiting havenly.com slash Allison and get 25% off your design package. That's Havenly, H-A-V-E-N-L-Y dot com slash Allison. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Um, a review is always nice. Tell your friends. These are the things that I always feel like I should find a dedicated spot in the show to put them, but I haven't yet. So that's why they're coming now. Also, one more thing. On my website, if you go to About the Show and then support, there's all the promo codes for the various sponsors. It's not... If if there's someone mentioned on... And also in the episode summary, um, I always, always, always put the sponsors and the codes at the bottom of the episode summary. And also, if there's other stuff I mentioned, there's Amazon links in the summary. So check that out. But if you are trying to find a particular code, it's probably in the support section of about the show. All righty. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Skadoop doop. <laughs> Lisa says, Lisa Lari, 
I always keep things I, I keep things I always need. Example, rubber band, Advil, and lip balm in all of my pants pockets instead of going crazy trying to find them. Don't wash pants often, but when I do, it's a treasure hunt. That's smart. I don't do that. However, I recently found a bag of Advil gel caps. Brand, at brand Advil, not the just generic ibuprofen. Look so, at this. Well, some water had spilled in the diaper bag because it was a diaper bag, not my Dagny Dover bag where the water wouldn't spill. So it, now it's just like a, it's like a plastic blue block of Advil. Oh no. I could just like chip off a serving. Right. Just <gasps> treat it as a lozenge. Yes. Yeah. She, she's been listening to this show for quite a while, right? Yes. And this just came up? I have lip gloss in all of my pants? I know. <laughs> I think she would send really it in. really specific one. Yeah. Like, I've never heard anyone do that before. It's, I'm trying to think. I, yeah. I put stuff in a lot of places. I guess it's not my pants. I'd be afraid that I would wash it. Well, yeah. that's what she's yeah. saying. Yeah. Or it just gets hot and leaks. I know, it just seems... Risky, real dicey. We need, we're going to need to know what kind of lip balm she's using. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Advil, like, is it in a baggie? Because mm-hmm. heat is uh, <laughs> heat is also an enemy to what's Advil. What's reasonable for pants once a month for washing them? Yeah, for Daniel, like after everywhere. Really, that is so not true. <laughs> is it not true? We had a little. We had a little. What would you call it last night? Uncomfortable conversation. Kerfuffle. Fracas. Not a fracas is too much. Was it, was, it was, was a it melee. A, Don, a Donnybrook. Yeah, we had a Donnybrook. <laughs> okay. Daniel, okay. I was doing some of my laundry and Elliot's laundry, and it was like a pretty small amount. And I, I know that's not the most environmental, but still, it was like socks and underwear and Elliot's clothes. And then Daniel wanted to throw some of his stuff in. And I said, okay. But I just don't want to, all my stuff to get lost because here's what I, Daniel. That's not what you said. <laughs> what did I say? You're like, so I was like, oh, can I throw some something in there? And you went like this. You went, um, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah. And I was like, what's the problem? What were you calculating? And, and you were like, and you're like, well, I'm afraid I'm going to lose something. <laughs> and it's like, I my pants are also predators that feed on the socks and underwear of others. So that you are smart to have this fear, but uh, you ha- you produce a lot of laundry, right? But here's the thing: when the laundry you put in is also the laundry you take out, not you. Yes, you don't. It is. <laughs> it doesn't go away. It is not a uh, laundry destruction process. Here's the thing: when you do a load of laundry, it is like a super hu- huge mega load of laundry. And if any of my items get stuck in there... That's when you throw something into my load of laundry. So if you throw your two tiny little socks Elliot, into my... I mean, my socks are human size, but Elliot's actually are like... Right. They're you throw like those into tiny my socks. laundry, then... You've never seen them. It doesn't get lost. It and then just it sits gets, in a pile on your side of the room. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm doing my own fucking laundry, and if I'm doing my laundry, it ain't getting folded. <laughs> well, if I'm doing your laundry, it ain't getting folded either. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> so, um, wait. Allow me to say, I, there's a, I, 
get ready for a touche. <laughs> you said if I throw one of my things in your laundry, then I'm not going to see it. Mm-hmm. But my fear is that if you put your stuff in mine, then it becomes your laundry because your laundry will overtake my laundry. And then it is your laundry because you have super mega loads of laundry. So what I'm envisioning is all of a sudden there's like 15 pairs of pants. And now Elliot said my stuff is in your laundry. And you'll never be able to know where it is because I take it to a secret place <laughs> that no one can find. I take it to the hidden room where only... I can know where the laundry is. Here's the thing. I needed some socks and underwear for today. And I just, all of a sudden, I'm like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into a giant ball of denim. <laughs> a giant ball of denim. There'll be like one of those loose threads dangling out of a jeans pocket that's like wrapped around something. And I will just never see my stuff again. And mm. yes, I can find it, but I don't want to work for it. I just want to open up the mm-hmm. washing machine. There it is. Put it in the dryer. Dry it. Open up the dryer. There it is. Mm-hmm. Now, has there ever been a consequence for you, Daniel? You're at work. It's mm-hmm. a big, important meeting. You and got little socks falling out all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> a trail of tiny socks. No, <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, no. My predator pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that has never happened. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. I just want everyone to know, I feel, especially when Daniel's mom comes around, if she's listening, hi. Uh, I love you. I feel like I'm um, not strong as a wife when it comes to this particular <laughs> thing. Like, I feel like women of another generation are probably judging me in that we do not, we keep separate laundry. <laughs> um, I don't, you know, like, I don't care about that sort of thing that much. But I do think it's like, hey, if you're going to do some laundry, throw in some uh, the other person's laundry. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't hurt to throw in the other person's laundry. But oh, you I think found I've a way, made my case. You found a way for it to hurt. It does that hurt. It literally makes zero sense. <laughs> to you. To a rational person. Oh, and when you get we'll out your, out. you know, five or six pairs of pants, you put in your individual go bags of lip gloss and <laughs> yeah. pills. And, <laughs> yes, exactly. And fold them and get ready to go. <laughs> she I mean, must feel so prepared all the time. I, I have a bag of probably 30 chapsticks in my home. I appreciate that you're trying to skate past the domestic <laughs> <laughs> drama <laughs> going it was on. Getting, it was escalating, you guys. Oh, well, no, here, but the reason I brought it up, the reason I brought it up is because you said, how often do you wash pants once a month? And that's mm-hmm. the schedule I'm on. Yeah. But I feel like Daniel's on a much faster schedule. When was the last time you saw me do laundry? Well, it's been a while. Thank you. <laughs> Is that right. better enough for you, Manuel Hung? <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing better? <laughs> Dave Cross says... This is the David Cross? Yeah, the one. No. No, different one. All right. Cute. Well, actually, I don't know. Probably Maybe him. he is a listener. Ooh. Cucumber lover, pickle hater. That sounds like the real one. I am the opposite of that. 100% the opposite. I don't, a cuc- I don't like a cucumber. Give us pickles all day. Who could hate pickles? Yeah. Pickles this are Dave fantastic. Cross. Dave Cross could hate pickles. Maybe that's <sighs> just someone trying to make Dave Cross look bad. But do I, you go ahead? It's working. This and this is at not even really that on topic with the thing. I did this special and I licensed it through Comedy Dynamics, and I did this bit about how people don't take out their existential angst in public. They get yeah. mad at little things, but it's a replacement for that. Like you mm-hmm. don't see someone yelling about like, "What is all this? What, what happens when we die?" <laughs> you just see people being like, "I heard this with no pickles." <laughs> And the, the bit is not titled what they put on YouTube for Comedy Dynamics. They put the title of it being, Don't Get Mad at Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 so yeah. 
<laughs> That's great. That's yeah. how it should be titled. Oh, I would love that if someone did get <laughs> mad about what they're really mad about, though. That's very funny. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, pickles are way better than cucumbers. Do you that, agree with me that um, cucumbers are not that good? One, if they're on a sandwich, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you no, doing? No, but I mean, even if they're just, would you ever want them hummus. on your salad? I'll have them with hummus. Oh. And then every now and again on a salad, I'll tolerate them. And I feel like, all right, I, I always think I can tolerate them because they're super locale. And then a couple bites in, I'm like, can't do it. Really? But do you also have this thing? I kind of, for whatever reason, have this weird thought in the back of my head that like when I don't eat them like oh you know who does eat them sophisticated people uh-huh. they are yeah it feels yes. that way right it does feel that way is that because of the spa affiliation you toss it on <laughs> yeah, your ass putting it in is. your water and they're there a low budget spa that just threw pickles in there they're like <laughs> oh my god close. pickle spa if water you, <laughs> if you remove your cucumbers <laughs> and have ranch dressing <laughs> People will not like you. They will really frown upon what you do. And I I sort of revel in doing that from time to oh, time. Yeah. This is who I am. <laughs> Jeff, I, you were going to say something. I missed it. I interrupted. Just that I'm they sorry. go on very dainty sandwiches and mm, very dainty salads. Yes. Yeah. It's very classy. Mm-hmm. I don't hate cucumbers for the record. But I can't eat a lot of them. I never go, yeah, I'm going to go out and get some cucumbers. <laughs> this would be awesome. Right. You ever just taken a cucumber and just eaten it like a uh, carrot or something? Yeah. I went through a cucumber phase, um, called myself the Duke of Cute. <laughs> yeah. And uh, went around town just handing out cucumbers to people. No, uh, but I did. I did. Plush velvet three piece <laughs> I bought an ice cream maker and I just, for some reason, I, the only thing I wanted to make in it was cucumber sorbet. Huh. How I was like, that? I have to invent this thing. And so I. I made it and I realized it needed a little bit of lemon juice in it and realized this is great if it is a mid course in a spicy meal. Like mm. if you're eating, you know, uh, curry, but it's not, it wasn't good for a dessert. Okay. I, that's probably no surprise to anybody who heard the, <laughs> the words cucumber sorbet. <laughs> uh, but, but that does sound like a palate it's cleanser. It's a nice palate cleanser. Yeah. So there you mm. go. Take but you cucumber. in general like cucumbers. I do, and you find Pepsi, them refreshing. Pepsi in Japan had a cucumber flavored uh, Pepsi. Hmm. Yeah, I, I do I was like, not mind it when it's in, in water. water. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same, and I don't mind it as a scent in body lotion or something like that. Maybe we yeah. just solved your scent. tooth problems rather than the sparkly water. Cucumber. Oh, oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah. I don't like it that much though. Cucumber, <laughs> cucumber flavored toothpaste. I could get behind. I think I actually have something like that. I bought this this thing off Amazon of like Japanese toothpaste and a whole bunch of different flavors. They're all kind of like, <laughs> like oh, plum and green tea. Um, okay. Edible Intelligence says, the sound of laughing teenagers, usually in a restaurant, terrifies me. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, just, you just said you have a pulse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything about teenagers terrifies me. Every single thing. Yeah. yeah. The meanest and worst creatures yeah. on the planet. The worst. <laughs> there should be like uh, some sort of biodome where you just put all the teenagers. I yeah. mean, I know that's what we try to do in high school. school yeah. Yeah. But it's like just keeping them there all, all the time. <laughs> so you can be nice again. Yeah. 
Jamos for Aros says, when I say something and get no response or acknowledgement of any kind from anyone, second guess whether I actually spoke or just thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> this happens to me, still happens to me all the time. But it used to happen a lot um, when I lived with Tig and we would go to like, you know, public outings together. And I would see someone that I was going to, hey, I love that thing that you did. Or, um, hey, did you put the, hey, I want to say thanks. Whatever it was, 99% of the time they would not hear me. And then I would just, my eyes would kind of go from like following them to like, and then dead ahead of me would be Tig going, I heard you, David. She always knew. It would just have this heartbroken, like look on her face. Don't like, you, well, you just okay, try bud. again. Next. You, you tried. I don't know that I have this so much. However, sometimes. If I'll make a joke and no one reacts, and I'm like, oh, am I that dork who's just making jokes <laughs> that no one cares to stop and acknowledge? As long I said as acknowledge you don't weird. laugh to yourself, then it's okay. And especially if you don't do the... <laughs> You're good. Is that a nervous laughter? That's laugh. just such like, a, oh man, this was so funny to me. The laugh hasn't caught up to the air coming out <laughs> oh, yet. Oh, I do that sometimes. Who doesn't? It's the best. Yeah. But if you do that and no one laughs, it's a you got to reel that back in. Right. That's then you're really reaction. naked yeah. in front of yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. Catherine says, if stores have separate entrance and exit doors, always try to park closer to the exit door as a little treat to my future self. It's so smart. I never do that. Smart. Yeah, that's real yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Never ever do it. I'm not kind to my future self. <laughs> yeah. Every night, I think I have the same thought every single night, which is I'm totally fine on six hours of sleep. I'm f- I can do this. And every morning, I'm like, where is last night, Daniel? I need to kick him hard in the nuts. <laughs> and this cycle continues every day. This morning, Daniel's alarm was going off in 10-minute intervals as per the snooze button. Of course. And so then I got up and like took a shower and got out. And- that was the hope. It would wake you up, and then later you'd get me up. Well, it- well so then later, because your alarm started going off pretty early and i was like oh you want like there must be something i'm trying to train myself I, one night of training because i have to get up at like 6 a.m tomorrow to do jury duty so your alarm got up early uh <laughs> and i did as well and then then i took a shower and i it was like later on and, and you were still asleep and i said did you need to get up early today because your alarm was going off early this morning? And you said, no, I just wanted to. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I didn't need to. I just wanted to. (laughs) But I knew what you meant. I knew you meant... You had a a good intention, but (laughs) fuck that. I'm sleeping. Yeah, that's what happened. Tomorrow's rough. (laughs) Uh, Okay. John Schember says... The, this amount of belly button lint can't be normal, right? I have a question. When people say belly button lint, do you think they actually mean like clothing lint in your belly button or like dead skin? Clothing lint. Oh, like yeah. lint. Like actual lint. It's lint and it's colorful in mine. It, uh, it's, it in your belly button? In my belly button. And I, I, the first time it happened, I think I was a teenager. So that's a long time in life for that. You'd hear adults talk about it. Maybe it'd been collecting in there since you were a kid i think i was like so athletic that i never had really much room for it to go Mm. into and then once i started like getting an adult body right the lint was like oh what's this (laughs) 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 and now it's just part of my root i think every human but maybe it's it's a guy thing more so i don't have a lot of lint in my belly button i don't know that i ever have 
Occasionally, Maybe. this is going to make everyone uncomfortable. Occasionally, but it's been years. I'll like dig around in there. Just is like, a, is there anything to pick here? And like, I'll get, it'll get really sore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I could um, really probably procure, depending on the size of the bird, a handsome nest within a month. Wow. The amount of lint that comes out of my mouth. Look at this. Uh, these faces are disconcerting. <laughs> but you wear a lot of fluffy sweaters with no shirt. So. That's true. That is true. What's your guys, belly button? Guys, you didn't really back me up there, guys. <laughs> yes. well, I, I, I'll go long I heard you, time. David. <laughs> yeah. Without thinking about the old belly button. And then, yeah, and then, so, oh, what's this? And find some. But and I it's usually not like a scab? <laughs> oh, I it's actual material? Cotton? Yeah, it's not dead skin, honey. <laughs> I really, I'm the one who's truly alone in this, mm-hmm. in the organic belly button lint, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. Okay, I, thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank and you. It's, but it's like long, maybe like once a year, I'm like, oh, I should yes. probably investigate what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of. And then I'll dig until... And then it's uncomfortable yeah. afterwards. Right. Can I Joan Rivers you guys Won't a little you, bit? Please. Can we talk? <laughs> Are you guys being girls here and, and really uh not divulging just how disgusting those little central cavities in your abdomen are or is this no legitimate? they're really not that yeah disgusting. i'll happily okay. tell you about my gross stuff it's just <laughs> yeah. the belly button it t- is it's like not well, that everything gross. else is gross okay. it's just like right. eventually just looking for anyone to identify with me guys <laughs> <laughs> you know where i find the most oh, oh sorry i thought you yeah. were asking if our organic lint is not that gross oh okay. i thought that's what you were asking um yeah, no, I really don't have... I'm sorry, I don't have much lint in my belly button. I wonder... Here, listen. Do you suppose that maybe you get more lint because uh, you don't wear a bra? Ooh, so could yeah. oh. maybe our shirts just not be touching our bellies as often? Yeah, that's probably or true. Or rubbing the belly. You know, I get Good the most point. lint. I gotta build up my pecs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just wear a bra, David. <laughs> that's <laughs> the best reason. Um, between my toes is where I get the most lint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fair that's amount of fair. lint in there. Mm. See, that's where I differ. Perfect toes, perfect feet. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but that's probably because you wear bras on your feet. Sure, yeah, those bra yeah. feet. <laughs> I wear um, Crocs that are also the finger shoes. Yeah. Oh, so five finger toe, Crocs? Yeah, each toe has its own little Croc She's on it. It's own shell. Letting enough room to breathe in there. I have, I have uh, Crocs for each toe. That's what I just said. No, but you have Crocs with toes... Were you, ta- oh, were you talking about little, the socks? Yeah, like they're a croc, but then each toe is its own little croc. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Crocs on crocs. Well, you've yeah, seen those yeah. sneakers where the sneakers have oh, yeah. toes. Yeah. If you have those, by Crocs the way. got into that game, and I was first in the <laughs> that, that, though Whenever I see those, I don't know what whether to think you are a real athlete or I should <laughs> stay five feet away. <laughs> I think that they went away because uh, the blisters in between the toes were insane. Yeah, that would oh. think so. Oh. Back and forth, right? Yeah. So I read something that said that innies versus outies, belly button wise, it's not fifty fifty. Like the vast majority of people have innies. Yeah, that has been my experience in terms of seeing other people's navels. However, I feel like as a kid, it was a real innie or outie thing. Oh yeah. Did and a fair amount of people had Audis. When you were pregnant, did it pop out? No, mine never did, mm. um, which is unusual. I think it is because I had a laparoscopic surgery, so I have a scar like in the belly button, mm-hmm. um, and maybe that held it in. I don't know. It was weird, though. Most people's <laughs> belly button does pop out. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
But do you know anyone who has an Audi? My sister did as a kid. Then it inverted. Maybe that's the maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Because Elliot's is like it's sort of in between. Well, it's an it's an innie, but it's he a pretty an shallow innie. No, I was he, also, has a, he has a proper innie. My he nephew, does? I think, also has an Audi. But that'll listen. We believe in him. It'll he'll get it back in there. <laughs> <laughs> in time. Maybe that's what the difference is. A lot of kids, yeah. just in time, they all mm-hmm. they all get sucked in. Right? Yeah. Just give up. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yep. We're doing better, you guys. We are doing better. (laughs) This has been a delightful show. Thank you all for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel, where do we find you? <laughs> get a, get a drop. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. Cool I, as fuck. I haven't done Snappy in forever. D- I know, Quants but you said it once. Snappy. <laughs> no, it's snappy. Too good. Well, I've thought about, I thought for a while I would do Insta stories and then cross, you know, do the, the what, cross post it. But then I stopped doing Insta stories. I'm going to get back to it. You can do it. Once I'm motivated to do that. Um, Prostate finger. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, I got a podcast I do once every couple weeks called The Watching Hour. We're talking about Westworld, which I'm enjoying quite a bit. So I don't know. That's where you can find me. Renee, where do we find you? I am on Twitter at Renee Colvert. And I have a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? If you like dogs, check it out. If you don't, don't do that to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) David? It's a very good podcast. Thank you, David. I love it. Um, I my junk show returns this Sunday. Looking forward to seeing none of you there. <laughs> and you cannot find you guys me online. Come out, do it. Come out every every month. It's like this is the conversation around this house. I go, Allison, we should go to David's show, and she's like, Why the fuck? Would you go? <laughs> and I told the audience not to go either. Yeah. Listen, this one's Mother's Day. It's always sort of sparsely oh. attended. Last year's Mother's Day, my mom was the only mother there, and offered, bring your mothers. Yeah, bring go your to yeah I put it have in the fun. newsletter. Like, bring your mom. Mom's How much fun free. would mothers have going yeah. out with their kid? That's to a great night. Show. Yeah, it should be. But I think people are brunched out by that point, and they just have had enough mm. interaction. But then one of the world's largest movie stars was there last year and <gasps> gave my mom a hug. Who's that? I can't tell you. Really? Yeah, it's for people that come to the show. Only. You got enough. So if you don't know, who's the lineup this week? This month, Tom have, Cruise, um, Mel Gibson, filmmakers and animators still looking for music. So if you um, want to play some music live in L.A., good luck because I'm not going to fucking help you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't find me. I'm not online. <laughs> I love it. Please never ever. I want the Lisa whole show made to be Allison Rosen fans, <laughs> and you still be furious. <laughs> I think I have something in both eyes oh, right no. now. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, my <laughs> mascara decided to attack me. That's okay, though, because I realized I forgot to say Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Happy Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms and uh, anyone else who wants to celebrate. People who want to be moms. I could really go deep on this, but I'm not going to. Instead, I'm just going to tell you, AllisonRosen.com is where you go for all your everythings. There's t-shirts, there's ringtones, um, lots of links to buy my book, etc. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at AllisonRosen. And I'm on Facebook. I use the Al- Facebook, the Allison Rosen, more than Allison Rosen is your best friend. There's more activity there. And also, there was one more thing. Oh, yeah. Send your just me or everyone to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Tweet 
that to us. Use the hashtag JMO. Everyone, thank you for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 